Welcome to episode 19 of the Truth and Dare podcast. Today we are jamming on all things collaboration and continuing with our tradition of highlighting a review of the week. Today we want to point out a review from one of our listeners, Beth Lee Roth. Beth says, Listening to Allie and Carly is like hanging out with my fun, loving, compassionate, driven, and wise girlfriends. Love this podcast. Beth, thank you so much for dropping some love and supporting our community. If you want to be the review of the week, remember to head on over to iTunes, drop us some love, and we will hopefully highlight your review next week. Now, let's get started on all things collaboration. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. Okay, welcome Todd Tribe to your weekly conscious conversation where we hope to inspire all of us to live a more authentic life. Before we get going, uh, we're going to drop in on our slug in the honey like we do every week. And let's see, this week for me, you know, I um, I don't know if I've mentioned on here that after I moved away from Maine, I moved back down to Florida um, in with the plan to then move on to a sailboat with Allie and Myers. But we have postponed those plans. And so now I am living at home with my parents. And this has been an interesting experience. It is strange and frustrating and weird going from living my own life to living a shared life with them. However, I am planning a wedding right now, so it's also like beautiful and really special to have this time with them. So I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a mix of both, and I'm just trying to view it as something that's temporary and to really try to see the positive in it. But that's my honey, honey. What about you, Allie? Currently, my honey is I am hosting the Body, Mind, Soul Detox for a second round with our tribe members who are participating in that program. It's a 21-day program full of yoga, meditation, mindfulness, and healthy eating. And last time we did it was the first time it launched and I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off and I really didn't get to soak it in and experience it with the with the community. So this time around, since all of the content is created, I'm really able to dive into it with everyone and also recognize places that I can fine tune the content and better recreate it so that it just connects better with everyone's experience. So currently I'm making a huge commitment to not, I mean, not huge, but you know, I'm committing to doing the body, mind, soul detox along my community members. And yeah, it's a good, it's really, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And I'm, I'm happy I can do it with them this time. Yeah. That's so awesome. So 
As Ali said, this week's episode is all about collaboration. If you listened to us last week, um, episode 18, we touched on time management, aka how to get shit done. You know, I also noted during that episode, and I'll say it again here today, that there are two facets to our journey of living our truth and daring to change. One of them is the deep and spiritual side, the soul work that we do and we put a lot of emphasis on. But the other facet is the tangible, literal, actionable steps in order to get us to that place where we can then feel that our souls are fully engaged Time management was one of those topics, and we truly believe that collaboration is another one of those topics. Um, we can't do anything alone. We can't do everything alone, I should say. We can do some things alone. But learning about how to collaborate with another person and finding the right person to share experiences with, to work side by side with, and to grow with on this journey is truly life-changing and so beautiful. And we wanted to jam on it with you guys today. Yes, we do. And Carly and I are the perfect example of collaboration. We have told this story before, but it's time to tell it again. I was in the process of flirting with dipping my toe in the idea of creating a podcast. And I really didn't have the confidence or the bandwidth to do it right. And Carly, being the person who got me on the podcast podcast bandwagon, I felt was really in tune with that community and also incredibly well-spoken and well-read and just on my level when it comes to this deep self-reflective work that we are both doing. And it took me many weeks to finally reach out after the first stone was thrown and I mentioned to her about the podcast and I could tell she was thinking on her end of the phone, oh, I want to do the podcast with her. Um, I could just like feel the anticipation coming through the cell phone. Um, it took me a few weeks though to actually come to the conclusion that yes, I need a partner on this journey. I can't do it all alone. And I am going to invite Carly into this vortex of being online and sharing your soul for the world since, you know, the whole world is listening. Um, <laughs> we're so popular, but the anyway. entire world is listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> um, whew, yes. So it took me a few weeks to really just own it and say, I need to collaborate. And I, you know, approached Carly and said, Hey, let's do the damn thing. Are you willing to work hard and, you know, really cut out time in your life and sacrifice time to make this happen? And, Luckily, she said yes, obviously, and here we are at episode 19. So thanks for joining me on the journey, Carl. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine doing it with anybody else. And thank you so much for trusting me to be your partner in this. Yeah. So with that said, joining forces and coming together, um, there's obviously important traits you want to look for in a partner. And what do you, what do you think some of those important ones are? To me, there are three things that really stand out. I think you need to have an honest relationship and honest communication between each other. That's, this is important because 
when you're working together on a project in whatever capacity it is, you need to be able to give real feedback to the other person. And if you feel like you're walking on eggshells or you feel like it's one of those relationships where you have to hide how you're really feeling, it probably isn't going to be the best person to then tackle a bigger project with where being vulnerable and being honest and being authentic is critical to the growth of your project. Another thing that I think is vital is you have to share the same vision as that person, right? If I'm going all the way to the left and Ali is going all the way to the right, the podcast isn't going to work because we don't have the same idea for where we want this to go. We have a mission with Truth and Dare to bring conscious conversation to women to raise the collective consciousness of our listeners. But we can't do that unless we're on the same page all of the time. So I think sharing that space and sharing that vision in order to allow your project to grow and develop is really critical to getting you to where you want to be and to checking those goals off of your list. And then finally, I mean, I just don't think any partnership or collaboration can work without mutual respect. Um, you know, I was a little bit intimidated when Ali first came to me. I knew I wanted to do it, but I so respected where she was at with the work that she had produced through the Journey Junkie and all of the time and effort she had put in that I was a little bit afraid that maybe I wasn't on that level and she wouldn't not not respect me, but maybe I just wasn't, um, you know, up to bat on her level of playing. But as you grow and as you work with someone, um, you learn that respect based off worth ethic based off the content they produce and sharing that respect with your partner gets you to a really beautiful, collaborative, cohesive place. So I, yeah, I would say honesty, um, a shared mission and respect are the three things that I think are vital to a successful partnership. And I'm just going to agree with you. And all of that, I was nodding my head saying, yes, yes, yes. So I don't really have much to add to that list. I think those are really important traits to look for. And um, well done. Well done. So I think once you find someone, right, you found this person, you have these shared traits then it's really important to note that there is a level of surrendering that has to happen in order for the partnership to be cohesive, in order for you to effectively collaborate. And for me, though, in those weeks of waiting to ask Carly to do it with me, I had to go over it in my head and in my heart, am I ready to share the spotlight with someone else? It had been three years of me working independently, all about Allie, all about me. I make the decisions. I steer the boat. And I had to really decide, can I effectively let go of control and share the spotlight and share profits and revenues and share the work? 
Um, and that's what took me all those weeks and knowing that no matter where we both go in our lives, whether we're on a sailboat or across the country or pursuing XYZ, can we continue to meet one another here within this collaboration and still show up for each other? So I think it's really important to make sure you are ready to do that. And if you're not ready to do that, it's totally okay, but maybe you need to then do it on your own for a little bit before you're willing and ready to collaborate with someone else. So yeah, surrendering to the partnership, the collaboration is paramount to the success of it for sure. Yeah. And don't you think that a little bit of that, not all of it, but maybe a little bit of that is checking the ego? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. That is the ego for sure. You know, when it's all about you, you're stroking the ego all the time and sharing the spotlight and the recognition with another person and maybe that person getting a different opportunity than you or anything, you have to be ready to do that. And if anything, I think it's a humbling practice for our egos and it's nothing but good. Absolutely. I mean, it lends itself to the greater lesson in life that it's better to give than to receive. And when you share your gifts and you share in collaboration, um, the fruits of our labor are just so much more bountiful, I really believe. But yeah, mm-hmm. ego check all the way. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that um, – another part of surrendering to the partnership and really just committing to collaborating with someone – is that you have to divide and conquer work in an effective way. And in order to do that, you have to know what the work is. And what we mean by knowing what the work is, is that roles need to be defined. In order for a collaboration to be successful, people need to have specific jobs and they need to know what their tasks are within those specific jobs. Otherwise, we're running around on hamster wheels and we're both doing the same thing and there's a bunch of other things that fall to the wayside and don't get accomplished because we're not defining our roles within the greater scheme of what we're doing. So you can break that up into certain tasks, certain responsibilities, whatever works. You know, for Ali and I, We've organically divided our work and we'll break, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But the point of dividing it is to show up and do the work that is given to you. Part of having a successful collaboration, like I said, is mutual respect. You learn to respect somebody when you learn to trust them and you trust somebody when they constantly prove that you can. They show up, they do what they say they're going to do, they do it when they say they're going to do it, and they're consistent. And that's what dividing work in a, in a partnership or a collaboration is all about. And so as you slowly, you know, get the work done, you build those blocks of trust. And eventually those blocks of trust, you know, lead to a bridge of respect. And it's really a beautiful thing, but It doesn't happen overnight. It happens slowly and it happens with consistency. And you have to show up for the people that you say you're going to show up for. You know, our word is so important in business and in life and in relationships. And it's equally as important in partnerships and collaborations. 
Definitely. And also knowing and giving yourselves permission for the roles and the responsibilities to ebb and flow with one another's lives. So Carly and I have been really good about recognizing and respecting what's going on in one another's lives and just checking in with checking in with each other and saying, "Hey, do you need me to pick up more of the work right now?" because you know, when we first started, I was busy finalizing the body mind soul detox and I was really open up front with Carly that I couldn't help her out as much as I wanted to. And then recently Carly got to um gallivant around Europe for a while and we made sure to get shit done and then I took on some of her roles while she was gone so that we could get it all done effectively and so that everyone could enjoy, you know, those few weeks of time off. So I think the clear identification of who does what is so important and also being able to ebb and flow with those roles so that everyone can live, you know, their own life and get shit done and respect each other's time and what's going on. So yeah, yeah. And then also that kind of lends itself to if you're respecting one another's time and what's going on in their lives, you also have to be really tuned into what are each other's strengths and how can you um, piggyback off of one another's strengths to make sure that you're dividing the work so that it's lending itself to your strengths. I think I just said strengths 10 times in one sentence. It's but. because you're so strong, you know? <laughs> that's de- That's definitely it. But Seriously, Carly and I have recognized that each of us have different strengths, and this is where we'll get into kind of how we break it up. So Carly is an excellent writer and very well-read and super into reading the news, and so it was definitely easy to recognize from the beginning that she should be the one writing the blog posts. And also, she is the voice behind our Instagram account. Um I run the Journey Junkie Instagram account. So number one, it's really good exposure for her. But number two, she's just really good at it. So instead of bouncing back and forth, you post one post, I post one post, it's easier for her to just stay in that vortex and get it done. Um, so also Carly lovingly and so well does the outlines of our conversations. We have huge brainstorm sessions, but then she takes the time to outline our conversation and how it's going to unfold, which really saves us so much time in the grand scheme of recording. And um, those are like her big roles that are Carly, air quotes, Carly jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are my jobs. And then Allie, alternatively, um, she is more the – I call her the uh, – operations manager. So she handles a lot of the technical stuff as far as setting up email accounts, advertising, post, um, coordinating posts on Facebook pages because of her experience with the Journey Junkie and everything she had done thus far. It made so much more sense for her to do all of the things that she had already done in Journey Junkie Land and translate them over to Truth in Dare Land instead of me learning this whole other email system or new logistical technical components and spending time and wasting time learning those things when Ali is so good at them. Um, so she naturally took those over. She also deals with all the logistical sides of the operation of the podcast, setting up accounts, 
um, coordinating payments. She's on top of all of that stuff. So it just sort of happened that we flowed into these roles and it's been a really nice, um, it's been a really nice, you know, organic, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say divide, but we're not divided because we're collaborating. It's a really, it's a really nice situation. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Exactly. And then there's a point where we come together. You know, I have jobs and Alami has jobs, but then there's the together section where a lot of the really, really good shit happens. That's where the best stuff happens. That's <laughs> where we brainstorm episodes. I mean, sometimes we have to go on benders and just have brainstorming sessions for a long time, figuring out what do we want to talk about, what's going on in our lives, and how can we translate this to the podcast. We obviously record all of our audio together. Duh. And then um, we both are really involved in our website design and just the design of the brand in general and how we want that to look. Definitely. So, and it might not come as organic and that's okay. If you are in a collaboration or seeking out a collaboration, I would come to the table and know what your strengths are and what are things that you like to do. And when you approach someone, tell them straight off, straight out of the, you know, right out of the gate. This is what I really enjoy doing and what I would like to work on. What do you like to work on? And then if you're both good at the same things, then it's time to stretch yourselves and learn new ways of working. So it doesn't mean that you have to get stuck with all the shitty tasks. It just means that you have to come to the table knowing what you're good at and what you want to work on and then be willing to, you know, bend, you know, this way and that way so that you can meet in the middle and be the most effective partnership possible. That is such a good point because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not that you're not an amazingly, incredibly effective writer. It's just that you have other skills and tasks and I can write too. So we bend and flow in order to make it work. So it's such a good point about how sometimes your, your jobs and your tasks will change as the partnership begins or as it changes. Yeah. And I want to also touch on that. I think collaboration for many people is this rainbow unicorn. I know when I first got on in, got in the online world, everyone was talking about collaboration and how it's so important to collaborate and to find someone to collaborate with. And I always thought to myself, how do you find someone to collaborate with? And luckily, Carly and I are longtime best friends. So we are, I think, a rare case. Usually you, you know, link up with someone online, like I've done a few times, and then you join forces. So don't be intimidated by the idea of collaboration, whether it's online or in the real world. I think it's approaching someone with the mutual respect that you um, appreciate their work and you coming to the table, like I said, with how you can add to their work and an idea for how you can come together. So I definitely get emails sent to me to collaborate within Journey Junkie Land. And I can tell there are people that are just starting out. And where I'm at in my journey is that I simply don't have the bandwidth to collaborate right now. But it's really great if you can find someone who's on your level within your specific journey 
that they're in the same vortex. So if you're just starting a blog or if you're just starting a craft, um, you know, crafting and you're going to farmer's markets, share a booth at a farmer's market. I had a friend who did that with bikini. She would split the booth costs with a jewelry maker. Um, so there's all these different ways to collaborate. And I think you don't need to make it this unicorn idea of where these people exist. It's just being very aware of who's doing the work and whose work you appreciate and who is in that vortex with you, you know, on that similar level and then approaching them knowing how you can add value and bring value to their, you know, what they're offering out into the world. So. If you are a business owner and if you are looking for someone to collaborate with, start making a list of people that you admire um, or start just doing the research, doing the work. And I think then it's time to spread your wings and try to collaborate in some way, shape, or form. Amen. <laughs> Such good advice, Ali. And it just lends itself perfectly to something I want to talk about next. If you are entering a collaboration or maybe you're taking the advice that Ali just said of reaching out to somebody who is in the same vortex as you, on the same level playing field that you are, that you think you want to collaborate with, it's important to know that you have to do the work. We touched on this earlier when I talked about dividing and conquering the work, but I just think about, you know, when Ali approached me for the podcast, um, I felt in the beginning like I was almost auditioning for her. And it's weird to say that because she's my best friend. But there's times where we talk about work stuff and then we, we talk about friend stuff. And for this, I knew that this was work stuff. And I felt that in order to prove to Ali that I was serious, I had to really be consistent and I had to be somebody that Ali could rely on and that she could hold me accountable for the things that I said that I was going to do. And so in the beginning, I was really, really disciplined in making sure that I was going to get it done. Because in those early stages of a collaboration, like what Ali was just talking about in those early phases of reaching out to someone, of sharing the booth, of helping write the blog posts... Those are the times in the beginning where you really start to understand another person's work ethic. And so I don't want you to view it as an audition and for it to be this scary thing, but it is an opportunity to prove yourself and to prove your commitment and to prove your overall seriousness um, in regards to the subject matter. And I think that that is a really, really critical time in the development of a collaborative relationship. Totally agree. Thank you for bringing that up. And it did not go unnoticed when we first started jamming together. It was so apparent to me that you were giving 150% to this idea. And for those of you who don't know, the podcast was under wraps. So not many people knew about it for probably four or five months. We worked on it. Carly built our entire website knowing nothing about websites and really took the time to fine tune it and make it this vision that we both talked about. And then doing the blog post, doing the episode post, meeting me for recording at 6.30 in the morning. And all of this was happening for like 
three to five months before anyone even knew what was going on, meeting me for a photo shoot, putting up the funds, matching me 100% with money and not faltering at all within the process, like totally committed 150%. So it was so appreciated that you showed up. And like you said, you kind of put to the wayside our friendship and you were strictly business. And right out of the gate, I was like, yes, yes, my best friend's such an awesome, amazing business bestie. And I think that's really cool because we didn't even know that about each other. Yeah. And understanding that relationship that we formed, Ali, is exactly what our tagline is here at Truth and Dare. It's so much better when we're in it together. And I think being able to snap back and forth between business and pleasure in a collaborative relationship is incredibly important. I mean, whether or not it's your business bestie, best friend of all time, like us, or it's somebody else, you have to be able to snap in and out of when it's time to get work done and when it's time to have fun. And I mean, that's just life in general. But going into it, knowing there are going to be times where you just need to put your head down and freaking work. And there's going to be other times where you pick your head up and have a beer and have a good time. So there's space for everything and there's time for everything. But so much of collaborating is understanding what lives in those spaces and in that time. Yes, yes, yes. So and on that note, I think we can wrap up this really epic conversation around collaboration. If you missed last week's conversation. We talked about how to get shit done. We really recommend you listen to that one too. And then remember, we're highlighting a review each week to show our community some love. So if you want to be shouted out, please head over to iTunes. The link is in our show notes or on our homepage. Leave us some love and we will shout you out and be the review of the week. Also, as always, you can find all of the tools, show notes, and resources, blog posts over at truthanddaremovement.com. We will catch you next week for another conversation on how to live our truth and dare to change. Bye. Bye. Bye.